0: Okay, we are in Sefer Chagai, Perak Be'ez, Pasuk Aleph, Ba'shvi Be'esrim Ve'echad Lachodesh. So once again, the Kodesh Baruch Hu speaks to Chagai. The purpose is the same, the vision is really the same. Because Chagai has a very unenviable position where he must manage the expectation level of the Jews in Bavel, who are being told to go back to rebuild the second temple. At the same time, there is a major problem, is a sense of despair among the people, uh, a sense of their loss of national identity as it were. Because They are going back, and they see that, one, the majority of their compatriot Babylonian Jews aren't going back. We said only 42,000 go back in that first wave. Two, we see that they're not. They realize they're not going back as a sovereign nation. They're going back as a vassal state of Persia. They are at the mercy and favor of the king. Um... For they now understand that this reconstruction of a Bayasheni, or rather a construction of the Bayasheni, is really going to be a very poor man's base Hamikdash. They don't have the money. They don't have the funds. They also know that missing from Bayesh Shani that was in Bayesh Rishon are basic elements such as the Aron HaKodesh, the Holy Ark, or the Urim Betumim, or the Ruach Hashem, or the Ruach HaKodesh. It's all missing. And they don't even have the money to build that sort of uh, lesser edifice. But Haggai has to serve here, basically, you'll excuse the expression, as a cheerleader. Everything will be all right. The Kaddish Baruch has decreed it, don't worry about the size, don't worry about the money, don't worry about the king's rishus permission, start. If you start, it will hasten the Gaula. If you start, it will lessen any punishments that you've been experiencing, be it the drought or the famine. And so that's where we pick up Pasuk Aleph, in the uh, 27th day of the first of the month, that would be Tishrei, and that is Hoshana Raba. And we know that in Hoshana Rabbah was one of the most joyous celebrations in the Beis HaMikdash, the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, and that This day has such a historic significance to them that it may galvanize them into trying to replicate the splendor, at least spiritually, of the Beis HaMikdash. So, HaYaduah Hashem biyad Chagai Hanavi Leymar Kodesh Baruch Hu dispatches Chagai with a second prophecy to B'nai Yisrael. Omanoel Zubovel Ben Shaltiel Pachas Yehuda Go! Tell Zrubabel, son of Shaltiel, the governor of Yehuda, Yoshua, um, the son of Yehoshadok, who was the Kohen Godo, and to the remnant of the people saying, again, in the selection of Zerubbabel to be their leader, their governor, because you couldn't have a king, they are so genetically correct. There is such Yiches there in Bavel, in that he is a direct descendant of Malchus David. There's nothing more essential. There is nothing more um, generically pedigreed than being the descendant of King David. Similarly, Yoshua ben Yehoshadok, his father was Yehoshadok, the last. Kohen Gadol in the bias Rishon. So you've got the ingredients there, and that's what Haggai is trying to relay. You have got the two best leaders to guide you here possible. And speak to el only more the remnants of the nation. So, says Haggai, Mi this is what to prophesy, Mi Again, the key problem here is the sense that the splendor, the magnificence, the beauty of the Bias Rishon will never be replicated here in the Bayes and Haggai is very aware of that national perception. Who of you that lived through the Bias Rishon or at the end of the Bias Rishon, who of you that were there and saw it, saw the Bias Haribech saw it in its glory? And now, really, I understand. What do you see now with the plans for the second temple? Is it not true that? In your eyes, that second temple is dwarfed totally by bias rishon. I know that it doesn't match up in your eyes. Nonetheless, Atah, notwithstanding, Chazek zubavel strengthen the zubavel, Zubav Num Hashem. The Chazek ben Yehudah Sodok strengthen Yeshua ben Sodok, Hakohen, Hakodol. The Chazek Kol ha'Am HaOretz all the people, Num Hashem. Says God, the Asuki and no, notwithstanding the visuals, Second Temple versus the first, notwithstanding the glory and the the grandeur. Ani I am with you. Nom Hashem Tzvahot, says the Kaddish Es ha-dovar asher korati etchem Veruchi omedet, do you not recall the covenant we made in Egypt? Do you not think that still stands? Of course it does. Veruchi omedet betzocheichem, my spirit will remain within you. al don't be frightened. Don't worry about anything. Money, grandeur, permission. Start. Kikoa Mar Hashem odachas Says the Kaddish Baruch ma'at means there will yet be another thing. There will be another event that's going to happen. Rashi puts it that the. Persian Empire will end, as we see, it's going to end 34 years after the bias is finished. Uh, there will be another nation that will rise to rule over you. The Malchus Yavon, and it is the Greek Empire. But again, it is going to be, as you will see, a small passing event in history. Um marish Es Hashamaim and at that time I will make the heavens roar, the Esha, the Eshaomes Korba and the earth tremble, and the seas dry, the Hirashi Askohagoim, and I will stir up. The, the, all the other nations of Bo the the favor you will find in the eyes of the rest of the Goyim, Habayas Haza, and it will fill the house with covered with glory. Hashem What is the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying? He's saying that yes, there will be an interval of Greece. I will soon remove it. I will have the heavens smoked. And what the Mephorshim say is we're referring to the Chashmonoim, their triumph, their rebellion against the Greek Empire. It will bring glory to the temple. Moreover, where will all the people come back? This is Chemdas in the Herodian era, where Herdus will make a, the second temple even greater than your first temple. It will be more splendor, and all the nations will come and gather there, and they will bring their treasure, they will bring their financial cooperation. And then a very important pasuk, li ha-kesef, li ha ne'um the silver, the gold, It's mine, it's not the king's, it's not the empire's, it's not yours, it belongs to me. And as Rashi says, I can see that what is done with it is what I deem fit. From this, Chazal learned a very important lesson, that man must do his Stadlus, he must do his best to succeed, but he must combine it with tefillah because with Hishtadlis and Tzreelah it's all Bide Shemayim so that men don't have a decision, mortal men has no who has the gold who has the silver that is my province says the Kaddish Baruch <speaking in> Hu <Hebrew> I will see to it that the glory of this temple this Acharon and that's going to give Mephoshim trouble the Zeha Acheron Minharishon will be greater. Omar Hashem Shalom. I will give peace here. So, when you say Acheron, Mefarashim asks, Are we saying that the second base Hamikdosh is the last one? We do have prophecies in the that there will be a third one. And so, we agree almost all the Mepharshim that when you say acheron here, you don't mean the last. You mean the latest. It does not bar, it is not inconsistent with a Bayesh shlishi. Um, and now, another prophecy. On the 24th, Of the ninth month, second year of Jiryovish, another nevuah comes to Chagai, and it is a fascinating nevuah with much uh, debate among the forces. Before that, uh, we should point out the Radak says when you say the second temple will be greater than the first, how does Chodesh Baruch make the second greatest Says the Radak that. The second temple lasts longer. First temple lasts four hundred and ten years, second temple is four hundred and twenty years, and the roof of Bayes Shani was taller than Bayas Rishon. In any case, now comes a very interesting concept. Koamarashra Shem Sra Oz, Pasuk es Torah Now you have a problem. The Kohanim haven't performed the Avodah since 70 years have passed. Some went back with the first wave, but there was no temple. They did do certain sacrifices. But for the most part, through no fault of their own, their ignorance as to the Avodah. Their ignorance is the specifics. And when he wants you to start, we're going to start a Torah, specifically the laws, the halachos of Tuma and Sahara, the defilements and non-defilements. Now this can become very complicated, and in the end, I'm to say this is a parable. But basically, to give a short version of it, we know that the most defiled thing, the most Tuma thing in our whole religion, is Avi Avot HaTumah, the father of fathers of the Tuma, is a corpse a human corpse, and what it does is it transmits its tumor to things below it. It could be to food, it could be to wine, it could be to objects, and depending on where it is, it descends the tumor. That becomes an avhat tumor which it Contracts from the aviyavo and the avhatuma can transfer down also, and so we have a reshon tuma, a sheni tuma, a shlishi tuma. Some say a rivi, some say a chamishi that imparts its tuma. So here's what he asks. He asks the Kohanim, "Hinisa hey ish basar kodesh if a man is carrying in the." Pocket the hem of his robe. We're talking about the Kohanim. Basar Kodesh is sanctified meat. and the hem of his garment, not the actual thing, touches eshalchem bread, velhanazid porridge, Yayin, wine, shemen oil, oil, any any food stuff that is capable of kudshim of truma. No, it doesn't transmit it. Hold that for a while. Second question. If someone himself is Tameh, can he transfer that? Tameh nefesh, meaning sanctified person, can he transfer it? Yes, they will. You can transfer that. So what we're saying that the Kohanim answer in the first, that in the hem of the garment, that if it's Kudshim, it does not transfer. On the second one, that if it touches Tomei Nefesh, it does. Interestingly, the Moforshim argue, are the Kohanim right or are they wrong? Chagai seems to indicate that they are wrong. The Gemara argues between Rav and Shmuel that they may have given the right answer. Vayam um, Chagai, Nechai comes back, Vayomer Om HaZeh. There's even a parable in this. As they have forgotten the laws of Tuma and Sahara and got it wrong, so to this nation. V'chein HaGoyah, the whole people of Hanayinum MaShem they have forgotten. And so in this ignorance, not knowing the law, anything they touch can convey tuma. However, the Mephoshim say, ignore, if you will, the exact halachos here of tahara and Tzuma. What it's giving us as a parable is that we saw that when it's Kudshim, when it's kadosh, it doesn't pass the Kedusha, their Kedusha to it. When it's Tumah, it does. They do are able to stop its flow. And the parable is that things that are Kodesh, that which is sanctified, is much more difficult to convey, while things that are Tahar, that are not Kodshim, it is much harder. Uh, sorry, it is much easier, in fact, to convey. So that's the purpose of this um, sort of on-the-spot quiz that Chagai administers to the Kohanim. Vatah. and now, here is the lesson, says Chagai. Simul hayom From this day on, Fasten, focus your heart, focus your whole intelligence. Before you start building those foundation stones, concentrate. That when it comes to bringing um, 20 piles of grain and there were 10, in other words, you thought you were bringing 20, the granaries only have ten whileal Hayekev you come to the wine press theshov pura, take fifty liters for Haiisa Esremm. there are twenty. you will note the percentages differ but basically what you're saying you were punished you were punished because you failed to build it when you had the opportunity you failed and that's why I visited you with drought, with famine, with plague he esrem. I struck you with a foam, wind blast, if a on Pestilence, Uba Burad, Hail, as you everything you touched was tuma, was was failed. The line because you were not with me. You choose to ignore my word to go back to the base Hamikos. Simun olav Now focus your hearts. Min hayom hazeh. From now, forget the past. Umiyom Esrim arba from this twenty-fourth day of the ninth month, Asher Yisad Hechal Hashem. When you lay the foundation stone of the Temple of the Kadosh Baruch Hu, Haod Hasreya b'Megura v'Al Hagefin v'Tehina v'Harimon v'Aiz Razayas lo nusam in hayom hazeh avareh. All that denial that you had. The famine, the wine, the Rimon, the pomegranates, the olives. From today on I am going to bless you. As I cursed the produce of your fields and your wine press today onward I will bless it. Sim The and now Chagai gets another Nivua on that same day, Beshim More. M.R.L. Zubavel Pachas Yehuda. Say unto Zubavel, Pachas Yehuda is a governor. He can't be the king because they are not an independent sovereign nation. I am going to stir up the heavens and the earth, indicating one of two things. Indicating that, yes, there's going to be another exile, there's going to be another. Um, break in history, whether it's Greece, whether it's Rome. Abarmanel says, whether it's Gogumago, go, go. be prepared. The I will turn over these thrones of kingdom, meaning the foreign kings. Um Paras Sheyer Moshelas Achov, says Rashi, al will Olam Yiplu, Biyad Yovan. The soap social marble after thirty four years, Yavon will fall to Greece uh, to Rome, and so on um I will bring the I will overturn their chariots rico their horses they will kill each other off these empires. you will not have to do a thing. In that time, and we have to be referring, I would believe, and so did the Mephoshim, to Zman HaMashiach. In that time, I will take you, I will make you like a signet ring. You will bear the signet ring of the house of David. Because it is you who I have chosen, says the Kaddish Baruch and you will lead in the Messianic age the Malchus David. We know the Mafhorsim tell us that through Bavel goes back to Bavel after the Temple is completed. Knowing now that. He's not going to become king right away. There's going to be an intervention. There's going to be a break. So he goes back where he can be assistance to those who remain behind in Bavel. At the same time, as we conclude Haggai, we cannot but help admire the tremendous effort, the tremendous job of Nebuah he did to galvanize this despondent, despairing people into an active belief of the Beis Hamikdash the Bayas and from the Bayas Hashemi would follow the Biasko El Sedek Bimheira Biomenu Echeni and tomorrow in Mirza Hashem we start the next to last prophet in Shreya Saur but also the next to last prophet in our history, Zacharya. Eight forty five AM Make sure you're here. You will not want to miss it. Ad Khan.